you've got to sort of let people know who you are and why you're there and earn folks respect. Uh, and I think I'm happy and encouraged to see more folks getting into the field, uh, different folks, you know, men, women, non-binary folks. Like I think the field is getting a lot broader and that's going to help. Um, but yeah, the best thing you can do is, is know what you're talking about and, and be humble and put your nose to the grindstone. And that, that will typically earn the respect of folks who, who want to work with you. This is Wolfpack Career Chats, your favorite personal and professional development podcast. You will hear inspiring stories, people overcoming obstacles. This is Marcy Bullock, and I devote my life to helping other people figure out what to devote theirs to. Remember my top five P's. Stay present, trust the process, explore your path, release the pressure valve, and unleash your potential. Welcome to Wolfpack Career Chats. I am Catherine Denisowski. I'm a sophomore in electrical and computer engineering, and my current career interest is working in the medical device industry. And here today with me, I have Dr. Laura Bottomley, who, among other accomplishments, is the director of the engineering place and women in engineering here at State, and she's also an IEEE fellow. So, you know, thank you, Dr. Bottomley, for joining me today. Thank you. My pleasure. So what do you think is, like, the best, like, advice you've received, like, throughout your entire career? I guess it's not that early, but yeah. Know when to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Something I've never been good at. But you do get to a point where your, your cup becomes so full, things just start flowing over the side of your cup. Yeah. And if you ask for help before it starts overflowing, and that I mean that, and I mean that overflowing in terms of amount, workload, emotional impact, physical impact, you know, all those things. If you ask for help before you get to the breaking point, then, you know, things can, can easily be resolved. And you have to realize that people don't think less of you for asking for help. And frequently they think better of you. Mm-hmm. that you were able to say, look, I can't manage this. Can you give me some, some assistance or can we adjust my timeline or, or whatever? But yeah, you know, thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been great, you know, learning from you. Thank you. It's good to see you again too, Catherine. Yeah, it's good to see you again <laughs> too. And I guess, you know, thank you everyone for listening and that's it for now. My name is Kayla Atkins and I'm a junior at NC State University studying business administration. And one day I aspire to work in the field of banking or financial advising. I have here with me today, Charlotte Kaufman, who is an analyst at Integra Systems in Washington, DC. So first off, could you just start off by telling me a little bit about your job and the field that you're in? Yeah, so I work for a company called Integra Systems. I'm an analyst in the defense and intelligence industry, and I can't go into too many specifics about the actual job, but I do a lot of research and analysis, briefing management, working with overseas associates, working within USG, United States government databases. So um, what is one of the most important things that you took away from your college experience that helped you? Oh. It's really easy to get caught up in like classes and work and I need to make good grades and perfect my resume, but also making the time to see your friends and do stuff for yourself and do fun stuff. And I think that translates into post-grad because it's also a time management game where you want to excel in your career, but you also want to have a personal life and have relationships in your life. 
And when you moved from, you were at Davidson for college in Charlotte. So when you moved from Charlotte to a new state in DC, how did that affect you? And was it a difficult transition without having your support system? It actually wasn't just because I had interned in DC the summer before. And during that internship, I decided that I loved it and I wanted to move here. Um, Also, my sister lived here and I was moving in with a friend from Davidson. So it was a little easier for me because I already had people that I could trust in the area. Well, that is all I have for you today. I really appreciate you meeting with me. I learned a lot and I'm excited to share with my class all of your advice and information. Yeah, of course. And good luck with the rest of the school year. My name is Allison Church, and I am a current NC State student studying computer science. And today I'm joined by Lauren Chisholm, who is also an NC State alumna and a current product manager at Lenovo. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you for having me, Allison. Um, Looking back on your college career, is there anything that you would do differently or any advice that you would give to a current student? I really had an awesome experience at NC State. I really, I couldn't sit here and tell you that I would trade anything at mm-hmm. all or, or do things differently. Um, the only thing I could think of is maybe have a little bit more fun, not take things <laughs> so seriously. Um, I mean, yeah, grades great, are really important. Being able to learn as much as you can, just take advantage of the resources that you have. Um, but in general, I think if I was going to give advice to any student today to really like prepare themselves for um, a job outside of, you know, education, I would say to, to look at, um, maybe some activities that were like less competitive or more um, teamwork oriented. Uh, there can be competition, but what what I find looking back at my college experience is that you take these classes, especially engineering, where everyone in the class is graded on a curve, and you do work together and you, you study together, but you end up, um, you know, having to compete with all of your classmates to get a better grade, right? And when you you actually join a company, you're working with a bunch of other people, like your your peers, your colleagues, um, you shouldn't be competing against them. <laughs> you, you really have to work together towards a common goal. And that's a, a company-wide um, goal and task that you're, you're working at. So peer-to-peer competition that just is naturally part of our education system really ends at college. <laughs> like when, when you go into the real world, there's a mindset shift that needs to happen. And I think um, that's a challenge that a lot of young professionals coming out of school have. It's something that I struggled with myself. Well, thanks for talking to me. Yeah, thanks for having me. My name is Jeannie Kim. I'm a sophomore majoring in human biology, pursuing a career within the medical field. Today, I have Jessica Pham on the line with me today. Hi, Jessica. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your current career? Hi. So I recently graduated from North Carolina State University uh, with a master's in textile chemistry. And 
So I just got my first job as well out in Atlanta at um, a place called Extreme Coding Technologies. Um, they kind of do chemical coatings and finishes um, for a lot of major automotive people like GM, Ford, uh, Hyundai, and stuff like that. Um, what would you say was the best advice you've received throughout your journey? Um, I would say that you just have to be open and willing to learn and you know if you're good at you know your curiosity is out there and then you're good at picking things up there's you're basically unstoppable you know it's like um you're flexible enough to learn all these different things and you can be good at all those different things it's like instead of being a jack of all trades I would say you'd be a master of all trades yeah, that's what I that's what I would like. Um, and the advice is that, you know, if you're open, then you can learn. Yeah. Um, and then if you can learn and you could be good at it, then you're pretty valuable to a company. And that's kind of like the strong point there. Um, well, it was so great talking to you today. Thank you for coming on and um, providing us some insight into how you got your first job throughout the times of COVID and everything like that. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hey everyone, my name is Nicole Worth and I'm a junior in computer science. In my life, my goal is to have a career that challenges me every day. Today, I'm here with my mother to talk about her career and her life goals. So to start off, can you tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today? Okay. So I grew up in a family uh, in rural Pennsylvania. We didn't have a lot of money, and, uh, but I did have a good support network, and I was uh, in a good local school. And so at 17, I decided the best way to get out and see the world was to join the Army, and, uh, and that also gave me some money so that I could go back to college. And when I finished college, I had a bachelor's in psychology. And that many years ago, there wasn't a lot to do with that degree. So I went uh, full-time in the Army in order to pay off all my school loans and see the world. And uh, after 10 years in the Army and seeing the world and paying off my school loans, I got out of the Army, married my husband, and we started civilian careers. And so all of that set me up for a very successful career in medical sales and, uh, and that is where I am today. So going back, you said that you've only been with four companies your entire career. Mm -hmm. And we had actually spoken with a panelist in one of our classes who'd had several different jobs already. And she, if I remember correctly, was not too far along in her career. Can you tell me what you think the advantage is with staying with a company for a period of time versus changing a job every so often, every couple of years. Can you tell me a little bit about what you think on that? Okay, so I'll share my background. So I was in the Army for 10 years, and then the first company I joined out of the Army, I was with them for 14 years. Mm -hmm. And there are a number of benefits. You, you get to know your, your job, your products, your role, your customers, your, for me, my territory, my business. And, and there's a lot of value, I think, in being a tenured person in your company. The company looks to you for guidance and you're able to offer 
you know, suggestions and support to make the company better. And then your customers get to know you really well and they trust you that you're not just going to leave. You'll take care of them. And so I stayed for 14 years at that company. Excellent company. I loved my job. But some things changed and the company got up for sale, went Mm -hmm. up for sale. And so for me, you guys were little. I needed to know that I had job security. So I chose to, to look for a different company at that point. And the company that I started with, Genzyme, was small mm-hmm. and very personal, and I really, I really loved that role. The company I chose to go to was very large, Baxter, very stable company, but there I was just a number. Mm-hmm. And I stayed there for seven years. I was not very happy. I liked my products and I liked my surgeons, but I you didn't did really. Have some cool I did have some cool products. Um, Good products, excellent products, but I didn't really care for the company. So after seven years, even though I still think there's a lot of value in staying somewhere where you get your customers know you, you know your product, you have value, that particular company, I didn't feel like they valued me. And that's about our time for today. So thank you for joining me. Absolutely. It's been great to talk to you. And thank you all for listening. I hope that you get some great advice from my wonderful mother. And we'll hear you again on the next Pack Chat. Hi, my name is Megan Van Spagna. I'm a senior studying forest management at NC State University, hoping to get into the field of natural resources. Today, I'm joined by Jesse Burkhead. Would you like to tell us a bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Megan. Um, like Megan said, my name is Jesse Burkhead. I'm a wildlife biologist. I currently work at the North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission. Uh, my position there is the agency's land acquisition and grants manager, which means I help the agency conserve land for all the different purposes our mission covers, public recreation, wildlife habitat conservation, uh, land management, other reasons. Uh, and I also help manage the funding sources that allow us to do our work. So all sorts of state, federal, private grants. Um, so that's my, my day job. And I got my start at NC State. So I studied fisheries and wildlife management at state uh, and graduated back in 2009. Have you ever in your career so far dealt with discrimination or misogyny in the workforce? And how did you handle it? Sure. I mean, working in natural resources there, you know, I think the sort of balance of genders in the workforce is certainly changing. Um, But when I was coming up, it was a very male dominated field. Um, I am almost always the only woman uh, in a room still to this point in my career. Um, And I think the, the biggest thing that I've dealt with are just, you know, people making assumptions or having preconceived notions about what what I might be capable of because I am not a man. Um, that was maybe something that I, that I ran into more when I was doing field work earlier in my career. Um, folks just not being sure if you'd be able to, you know, physically carry your weight. You know, can you carry the drip torch all day? Can you run farm equipment? Do you know what you're doing with tools? Um, and, and for me, you know, I've always tried to overcome that by being like humble, but proving what I can do. Um, but also not being afraid to stand up for yourself. Um, you've got you've to gotta sort of let people know who you are and why you're there and earn folks respect. Uh, and I think I'm happy and encouraged to see more folks getting into the field, uh, different folks, you know, men, women, non-binary folks. Like I think the field is getting a lot broader and that's going to help. Um, but 
yeah, the best thing you can do is, is know what you're talking about and, and be humble and put your nose to the grindstone. And that, that will typically earn the respect of folks who, who want to work with you. All right. Thank you so much, Jesse, for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks, Megan. Great talking to you. Great talking to you too. My name is Lexi Cash and I am currently on a track to get a, my major in biomedical engineering. And my major career goal is to hopefully become a genetic engineer and also do some work in the ethical side of biomedical engineering. So hopefully some journaling, some journal work and research. And today I am joined by my grandma, Janice Holloway, and we're going to talk about her career. So in 20, what advice would you give yourself at your current age? In 2021. 2040. Yeah. Um, biggest thing with that would be to know who you are and where you can get the support you need to do the job that uh, you've been called to do. Uh, you, you can't do it alone. Yeah. Nursing is not a, an alone situation. And we all need to have support, just like being a mother and a nurse. I have to be sure, I would have to be sure that, that the family was taken care of. So I have to have know who and the resources that is there to take care of the family when I left to the hospital, and especially in emergencies. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking to me today. I loved this conversation. I think it was pretty insightful, especially with how work was when you were young. So thank you, and uh, I hope everyone enjoyed. Thank you so much for letting me do this. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right. Bye, everyone. Hello, my name is Olivia Zontnicki. I am a sophomore in chemical engineering at NC State University, hoping to um, work in the food or beverage industry. And I am here today with Ms. Donna Dillon. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Glad to be here. All right. So kind of the first question to start off with is, what do you do and how did you get to where you are today? Like, what was your process to becoming what you, to becoming your position? I am a registered nurse that is certified in case management. I started my journey about 30 years ago. It's a second career for me. And so I went through uh, a community college to get my associate's degree in applied nursing science. And then I worked in various settings and gradually moved into a role that is not at the patient bedside, not patient uh, facing role. Uh, I do more in the education and quality area of nursing now. What caused the divide between when you graduated high school and you becoming a nurse? What caused you to go through that block of working mostly in administration positions? Those those uh, career areas allowed more of a of a structured uh, schedule. From and I worked part time a lot of that those years because of of uh, my family, but they they were Monday through Friday daytime with holidays off. And so until until our children became an age where it, it would be 
okay for me to not be there uh, in the evenings, um, weekends, or holidays, then 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 I decided to go on and and pursue my education. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to talk to me. You're more than welcome. Thanks for asking me. My name is Sarah Akita, and I'm a sophomore majoring in environmental science, hoping to pursue a career in environmental toxicology and water quality. And today I'm here with Shar Akita. So welcome, Shar. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you could uh, do this with me today. So I just want to start out by taking a brief overview of like, um, you're an undergrad in college, you're kind of going through that process. And what were like your original aspirations as you were like ready to head out into the workforce? Well, I was a fashion design major. And so I really wanted to be a fashion designer. And um, I just loved everything about clothes and fabric and color and style and photo shoots and magazines and all that fun stuff. Um, so I was just um, really into wanting to be a fashion designer in that whole fashion world. I loved big cities and shopping and and that's kind of what I guess I was interested in. Okay, and our final question that we always ask. So imagine you're kind of in a, a time travel scenario. So you're in 2040. What advice would you give at this age in 2021? I don't know if it would change with the time, but focusing on the now and really being present and, and not like always either reliving the past and being regretful or not, and also not always worrying about the future, like to enjoy the moment more and uh, just accept, accepting what is. So more living in the moment, I would say. Well, thank you so much, Shara. This has been awesome. I really appreciate you giving your time to talk with me today and just take me through those different stages of your life. So thank you. You're welcome. It was fun. Thanks, Sarah.